Every story needs a hero, and every story needs a villain. Uh, it's been a while. Thank you for coming back to Hero and the Villain. My name is Drew. I am the voice on the mic, of course, of this here podcast. And it's been a few days. It's been a couple very interesting few days in my world. Uh, it is now summertime, which is traditionally my least productive time of the year. Me and hot weather and warm temperatures do not go very well together. So trying to get stuff done for the podcast, life stuff like work, a bunch of, bunch of stuff going on. So that's why it took a little bit to get this one going. Plus, I was trying to figure out the next best topic I wanted to go with, and it just so happens that in my personal life, the topic of the day came up and has been a very predominant emotion. So I figured, why not do a podcast based on that? In the self-help community, this is something that is not talked about. And this is probably not going to be very popular amongst the self-help community, but I'm not going to try to ever group myself in with a lot of that. It's just not me. This podcast is about exploring the darker side of human emotions and how to deal with them, not spiritually bypass things. So that being said, anger is a gift. We're not the same. Any of us, one person who is consistently even keel is not the same person. As someone who suffers from manic depression, we deal with pain, love, joy, grief, all in different ways. And there's no right or wrong way to process emotions. We just learn over time which methods work best for who we are. Something I've always kind of prided myself in being like that. But often enough, we ironically only think that we should process just the negative ones, right? But as we've said numerous times, we should try our best to be mindful of anything we feel so we can better understand who we are. Anger, though, as far as emotions go, is the one emotion that triggers people to spiritually bypass faster than any of them. The whole self-help community is so quick to just insta-quote the anger away, like trying to banish it from some village or kingdom in mid medieval times, right? It's this like idea that anger is the great plague of the planet. Is anger bad if it leads to harming somebody? Well, yeah, of course. Is anger useful if it is used in the hands of a dictator? No, not especially. But is anger really the worst thing to feel? No, not at all. If you're angry, you're viewed as flawed, out of control, weak, a uh, black sheep of sorts. It is something uh, I receive from people when I feel anger because it's written all over my face. I can't hide mine. I wear mine on my sleeve. Sometimes I wear it like a badge of honor. And I get this a lot, and I hear this from people. Oh, it's not worth it to be angry. Nothing good comes from anger. 
And what social media is posi perfect people never show you on their pages are their dark sides. Scan Instagram. You're, when do you see people constantly touting self-care, self-help, showing any of their dark side? They don't. Okay. They might mention them, but otherwise with a product or a book or something they're selling on the line, good marketing shows people don't want advice from flawed humans. They want someone to bring them up to unflawed levels. If you appear to have your shit together, more will seek you out as someone to follow. So anger expressed is typically in that realm a no-no. But anger is fuel. Anger is not a behavior. It's just an emotion. It's the drive for much of the art and the music we adore and listen to and attach ourselves to and relate to. It is the great expression of the oppressed. It's, it is the prime mover of change in the world for the better, not always for the worst. Art, music, writing, show me how many songs, albums, and books were inspired by political or emotional anger, whether you can relate to the artist because you are angry over being cheated on in a relationship as the vocalist is also singing about that in a song or a punk or a hip hop band or group is fuming at the state of the world, their anger you get attached to like a warm blanket, depending on what the topic is. Artists and activists understand using anger as fuel better than anybody. And they're, Two crafts are a driving force of history. Anger can provide something very unique as well. Anger can provide this beautiful, vital affirmation of self-worth, and it doesn't get talked about a lot. For context, think about a time where something's happened at work, where you were disrespected or management picked somebody else for a position you applied for, even though you were way more qualified than them, or you didn't get a raise that you really deserved, even though you know that it's completely possible to happen. It makes you angry. A normal person would get angry about that. All right. It's okay to get angry about some stuff sometimes. Leon Seltzer, who's a, uh, psychologist, says that it's a self-confirming protest against what offends your moral standards or what feels reprehensible to you. It vindicates your position and gives you a comfort of moral superiority over your oppressors in opposition. To be blunt, this is how you'll avoid a pessimistic attitude of passive resignation that guarantees your defeat. It's fuel to fight for what you believe you are worth. And you want to avoid self-righteousness by keeping the anger itself righteous. Now, a good example of this, which he gives, is what if you grow up with parents that no matter what you do, you're never good enough. Never good enough. You get great grades. You make varsity you know, quarterback on the football team. You, uh, whatever it is, you're always always succeeding and it's never good enough for them. But you have friends that were the counterbalance to that 
the counterbalance to your parents' unrealistic expectations. If you didn't develop a shame-based identity and you focused on the positive forces that had your back, you could develop a righteous anger towards the parents for not being supportive when everybody else was. This could lead to eventual dialogue with them as to why at the same time you didn't allow it to defeat you, using righteous anger to rise above. Like I said earlier, remember, anger is an emotion. What you choose to do with it after you get it is an action and a behavior. Anger is something that's just hardwired into us. It's a physiological peak in humans. Aggression, however, that is an action that's exercised by free will. One is respectable, as it should be, for being expressed, like any other feeling that we have. The other could be looked at or condemned for potential harm against others, of course. But telling people to let it go, don't be mad, let it go, they deserve a slap. Because why? A, you don't tell other people how to feel. B, we feel our fucking feelings. We covered that before. And feelings don't dissolve until we experience them. That one is very important. On a larger scale, though, anger is the gasoline of injustice. 2020, great example. Black folks getting shot by cops. Protesters getting tear gassed. Governments doing fuck all to help save lives in a pandemic led to a whole lot of people being justifiably angry. Without anger, whether subtle or loud, it tells the aggressors that it's okay to do anything they want. Anger triggers you into learning about injustices. It is the precursor to action. Entire movements respond by people getting stepped on and finally saying, fuck that. Trying to be anger-free is not the sign of an emotionally healthy human being. What have we talked about over and over again? Spiritually bypassing, that's bad. Suppression, repression, that's bad. Anger is not bad. It's learning to use it to turn something into a plus or expressing it in a healthy manner. That's the key. The key is expressing it with conviction, directly and a matter of fact, not in some half-ass, passive-aggressive way. But there are several ways that you can know if you have anger issues. If you don't have any healthy boundaries so others can hurt you with their anger, that's one. If you're afraid to express it, you might have an anger issue. If you have sneaky aggression instead of expressing it directly, you do that passive-aggressive thing. Or when you try to express it, it makes you feel powerless. So when expressing anger, let's say at somebody directly, you want to avoid use statements. You don't want to blame. You want to exclaim, I'm angry and this is why. But you don't name call, insult, or use absolutes or Sith words, as I call them. Like never or always. You don't want to panic rant, talk fast, or act caffeinated. If you do go into a confrontation frazzled, you got to do something to center yourself first. The ironic part of this episode is 
the anger management I've been trying to work with the last seven to 10 days, something like that. I wanted to make sure that when I did this episode, I had a little edge for that reason. Sometimes it's okay to get on the microphone and have that emotion ready to go. When I did the depression episode, I was in the middle of a depressive episode for a couple of weeks. That's why I did it. It's authentic to do it like that. I'm in the middle of being kind of angry the last seven to 10 days, uncomfortable. You know, like I said, the summer heat uh, and other things going on in the personal life of mine kind of brought it to the forefront. It allows me to be authentic on the microphone. Anytime I do this, I'm going to be as authentic as I can. In this world of podcasts, self-help, all that stuff, there's a lot of authentic people out there. There's a lot of people trying to be too perfect, though. I think self-care, self-help is starting to turn into pro wrestling where people have too many catchphrases. So many catchphrases, you can't even remember them after a while. It's just stuff to sell stuff. Anytime that I felt better talking to somebody, it wasn't because they were trying to throw catchphrases at me. It was because they were listening to me and we were able to relate to each other. I do this so hopefully a few people can relate to the things I put on the microphone and put on the tape. And I know that I have people that listen that have had bad fucking days and have gotten angry. And sometimes that anger doesn't go away after five minutes or reading some quote have to experience the emotion for it to dissolve. Otherwise, it truly does not go away. So if you take anything away from this episode, that one line, anger can be fuel. Anger is a gift. 